0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Life for Wired podcast and thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, May 14th. First off, we just wanted to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening. And we thought it was very appropriate, you know, with this episode being all about gratitude. Um, you know, we're just grateful, obviously, for our own mothers. We just got to celebrate Mother's Day with Christina's mom, who is in town. And fortunately, my mom won't be here for a couple more weeks. She's still living back in St. Louis, but is going to be joining my dad up here soon. They've been kind of doing the move in, in pieces themselves. And so we just want to take the moment real quick just to wish all you mothers out there listening a happy Mother's Day. And so today's episode is going to be all about gratitude. And we believe that, you know, gratitude really is the ultimate success hack, guys. And and as we kind of walk through this and do a little bit, you know, of storytelling, talking about kind of where we've been to where we're at now, we just have constant reminders of when gratitude perspective has really helped us through and has really kept us really in, aligned and, and aligned with, you know, ourselves and who we are deep down and, and, and what we ultimately want out of this life in general. Um, but as always, before we begin. This episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash Bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients. 20 grams of protein and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And what a lot of people don't realize is that most of the so-called you know healthy protein bars that you guys can find on the market today in all your favorite grocery stores are unfortunately very processed with a lot of unnatural ingredients. And something we just want to point out is like you know even if you guys consume you know some processed food, like obviously it's not going to it's not going to kill you. But it's that compound effect. It's that over time, you know, consuming, you know, the same protein bar day after day after day. We want to make sure that, you know, we're consuming something that's going to promote our longevity and our health in general. And we know that if we consume too much of this processed food too often, it can, in fact, you know, lead to those long term health issues. And so this is why we love the Nash bars, guys. We know that, you know, we could have these daily and we don't even have to think twice about the ingredients or any sort of negative compound effect effect over time. And they truly are the good for you protein bar. And I'm telling you guys, these things are hot. They sold out in four minutes on the last release, like literally within four minutes. Um, so shout out to you know Chad and Hannah, they are hard at work, always getting these bars handmade, freshly made, they are super particular about the quality, which we love, and that's something that they never want to dilute. So that's why they are doing things the way they are. Um, so just bear with us, bear with them um, along this journey, but make sure you guys check the show notes after the episode, go to the link to their website. It'll tell you right away when you go to their website when the bars will be released. So just always be on the lookout for when that release date is, set your reminders, set your you know clock on your phone, whatever you got to do so you guys can get yourself a box of bars to try. So on to today's episode, which is episode number 85, Gratitude is the Ultimate Success Hack. And, you know, we thought it was appropriate, especially with us, you know, calling this, you know, concept of gratitude a success hack. You know, I really do think it's so important for us to just be really understanding about what success means to us individually. And as, I'm, as I was thinking about this, preparing for our episode, you know, anytime I think of the word success, I truly think of the word alignment. Because we talked about it before, if, if we're not doing the work to discover the self-awareness and to unlock the self-awareness, how are we going to know what we want? How is it going to be clear to us what success even means if we aren't deep down defining it for ourselves? And I think that if we really live a life of alignment, this brings freedom, this brings peace, this brings happiness and joy in so many areas versus you know, if we start to let ourselves be distracted or manipulated or influenced by some of these external opinions or the world around us even. And if we aren't deeply convicted in who we are, you know, who we are deep, deep down, then how can we live a life of alignment? So we truly believe that when you guys can really dig deep, you can become really self-aware. You can really start to understand what success means to you because it's ultimately different for everybody.
1: And I think what helped us, and I know me in particular, like I used to have different values or different what definition of success or alignment. And personal development is the thing that helped me understand my personal values and like journaling and just like doing templates. Like what does your ideal day look like? What does your ideal life look like? Setting monthly goals, yearly goals, and doing that together as a couple and holding each other accountable helped me understand what success Looks and feels like to me, and that's very different than what it looked like ten years ago when I was, you know, in college or you know, t- eight five years ago. Even like that changes on a consistent basis. But because of personal development, we're always becoming more self-aware. And when you know yourself on a deep level, you can make decisions, and not only just with like our career and what success looks like, but you make. Decisions that are aligned with who you are in all areas of life. And we're so decisive. And I think it has a lot to do with right now we're like in the process of moving and even the silliest things of like what we're purchasing for our new place and like even deciding on the new place. Like we are so quick to make decisions in everything, wedding planning process too, and with business. And then how you do one thing is how you do everything. But because we know ourselves on a deep level, we know each other on a deep level through personal development and self awareness, we can make all these decisions that lead to success, which is what we're going to talk about deeper today because we know ourselves. Through personal development
0: and that decision making just becomes easy like when you guys have that alignment when you when you truly are convicted and like you know deeply the kind of person you are and what you really want out of this life it really makes decision making easy like you know exactly when to say yes and exactly when to say no. And I think going off of what Christina just said, this is a time in our lives where there's a lot of things changing, we're, we're moving into a new apartment, you know, we're, we're starting to kind of level up certain areas of our lives. And, and once again, you know, we've kind of just we we're walking this morning with the dogs and drinking our coffee. And we're just like, you know, it's so crazy once again, because I know we've talked about this on like recent episodes, but it's like noticing that compound effect happening in real time. And it's like, you know, us ref- sitting there walking the dogs, reflecting back on like really hard days, like days where we didn't feel like showing up days. We didn't feel like, you know, putting this money aside days. We didn't feel like, you know, picking up the slack in one area when the other person was really, you know, swamped in another, like in those micro moments, like it's uncomfortable. It's not easy. It's hard. But then like we get to these points in these, in these kind of just these points in our life where it hits us. And it's like, we've, we see that compound effect accumulating over time and it's so crazy to me especially because i know for a fact i've learned the hard way guys like speaking completely vulnerable like i've learned the hard way from allowing that compound effect to work against me and now i'm on the other side of understanding what it feels like when that compound effect can work for you and you know just to tell a little story about my past when i first you know became a working professional fresh out of you know graduating from osu fresh out of graduating my mba Got in my first sales job, um, and to be quite honest, like I was living above my means. Like I was making a certain amount of money, but you know I was this high-level athlete. I was this, um, you know, young guy like working a pretty you know solid sales job and stuff like that. And I I really allowed myself to really get lost of the sense of who I was. To get I didn't I didn't have that deep alignment. I didn't have that deep conviction. I was I was very much so surface level with my goals, sur- surface level with my actions, surface level with the life I honestly was envisioning for myself at the time. And it caused me to live this life that wasn't aligned with who I was. It was causing me to live above my means, to, you know, so-called, you know, flex and, and act like, you know, I was making more money than I was actually making, and I paid for it. You know, I did. I I was living above my means, and I was racking up credit card debt in my first year in my in my sales job. And I'll never forget. And this is where you know this completely changed kind of my whole attitude and and mindset around my financials and and around just like my financial situation in general. But I just remember like accumulating so much credit card debt that whole first year of working my job that I had to take my hard earned like one my year end bonus and literally take all of that money and completely give it to my to the credit card company. And I'm here to tell you like it's a shitty ass feeling for any of you guys out there that have allowed yourself to accumulate a lot of credit card debt, but I think the valuable lesson learned there is I was doing all of those things based off of what I was thinking was success, what I thought the people around me would think is success. I was completely lost with who I was and what I actually wanted. And it's so cool coming full circle, you know, to be, you know, financially free like we are now, to be able to Invest to be able to save cash, to save money, to move into you know a bigger apartment, like set ourselves up for success for the future. Pay for our wedding in full, you know, me be able to pay for Christina's wedding ring in full, like or her engagement ring, like all these things. Like now, I'm on the other side. You know, I've allowed myself, you know, to really determine what success looks like to me deep down, not what the world around me thought, but becoming extremely, extremely clear on what success means to Zach. And that has helped me live my life completely fucking different. And I, and it just, it really resonates with me because, you know, I, I, I know like, especially in this age range, we are, it's, it's so freaking easy to like live this fake, honestly, just fake lifestyle. Like, act like you're making more than you are. You know, go out and flex on the weekend, spend all this hundreds of dollars at the bar that we should probably be putting, you know, away in investments. Like, you know, doing making these decisions that, you know, may not necessarily be aligned with who we really want to be deep down. And I know it's hurting a lot of people out there. It's hurting me, and if I would have let it continue, I would have not have been in a good place, guys. So, I just want to use that as an opportunity to, you know, be very clear about like how this has really impacted like the success of myself you know, emotionally and financially. Um, and obviously we're gonna talk about more ways on, you know, how this has impacted us, but I think it's just so important. And, you know, I know I'm kind of throwing out examples and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, guys, like there's no one size fits all template with this. And there's not like even even though I explain like certain financial things and, you know, going out on the weekend and all this stuff, like that is what success means to me. You know, you might be truly happy doing those things, but all I encourage you to do is just be completely convicted and What really makes you happy? What really does alignment and success mean to you?
1: Yeah, and I think that that season of life after college or even in college, you're kind of like keeping up with the Joneses. And I think that kind of carries into your 30s. And for me, this year, I will be 30. And one of my goals by this point was to be debt free. And I have a very similar story to Zach, where like I racked it up in college and always wanted the new things. And I thought that this would make me feel successful or look successful. I remember when I first started personal training, I'm like, I have to wear a Lulu at all times. All my book bags have to be Lulu. I have to have the new MacBook. I have to have a camera that's like a YouTube vlog camera. and when we were moving this weekend, I was just like, I'm so grateful for the things that we have when we are like packing and stuff. But I'm like, I can't believe I used to think that this stuff equaled success. Like what equals success, success for me is the things that you can't like touch. It's the relationships I have with my clients. It's the community that we've grown. It's this community we've grown through the podcast too. And so understanding what success means to you. And like I said, it's going to change over time. And just like using these examples of like debt and moving and just like life experiences I know you guys can all relate to but I think that we're at that point in our lives where like if we don't change something like nothing's going to change and I think that we can all have that mindset of like post college where we like I didn't know how to use a credit card and that's only an excuse for so long like now I'm 30 like I gotta I gotta know what I'm doing and I do now but for me success and my definition and my personal development my self-awareness and honestly what I'm grateful for has all shifted so much in the past like five years to ten years that now it's led us to this point where we can speak on gratitude and how it translates to all areas of life and I wanted to bring up something like a little bit of a subconscious like neurological level of gratitude and i have a specific story about this because when i first started like working in the fitness world i really wanted like a white mercedes benz and once i said i want a white benz and like what's my reason for wanting that also think about like why yeah, do you why? think that's success because for me i thought that meant i was very successful and like i have not gotten a new car in years, my car has paid off and I'm grateful that I have a car that's paid off and I will drive this thing until it's dead in the ground. Like I will, I don't need a new car. And now I know that is what success is to me is like putting this money towards other things. But for me, when I wanted this white Benz, I would see it everywhere. And like, you know what it's like when you want a specific thing, you see it all of the time. And that's your reticular activating system, your RAS. And basically when you want something, you see it everywhere. And you see that color, you see that make, you see that model consistently. And that's your RAS working. It basically mediates your perspective awareness and acts as a filter for the information your brain receives so like if you want a specific thing you're going to see it all the time and i talk about this to my clients too if you have a negative mindset and you say like that woe is me you're going to receive things that act in alignment with that filter. You're only going to see the And every single day, if you say like, Oh, this never works out for me, you're only going to see moments where I think things don't work out for you. And basically this helps your brain register what matters most to you. So if what matters most to you is like feeding that victim mindset, it's going to give you more information that feeds that value that you have on a deep level and a subconscious level. But if you look at things that you're grateful for, it's going to filter in more gratitude. It's going to filter in more positive self talk. It's going to filter in those things that feed your values, your needs, your interests, and your goals versus seeing your car everywhere. You're going to see all these things you're grateful for everywhere. And I remember this happening in real time for Zach when he wasn't doing his gratitude journal, like the five minute diary. I got it for him more so for like a morning routine thing we could do together. And for a while, you were like, this feels weird. You know, like it doesn't really sink in for a while, but like, Three months later, six months later, you came home from work and you were like, oh my gosh, like I actually felt the power of gratitude today Mm -hmm. where normally in this moment I'd be stressed, but then it's like a flip, like a, something flips in your brain where you're just like, nope, I'm grateful for this thing that would cause stress. I'm grateful I have, you know, so much going on in my life. And that's flexing that gratitude muscle. And the more you flex it, it's like hypertrophy of your gratitude muscle. And over time, it gets stronger.
0: Because like, imagine if you guys are never doing that, like, just imagine if you're never doing gratitude, like how easy it would be to just have that victim mindset, like, it'd be so easy to always feel like we're lacking something, like always feel like, oh, like I wish I could just have this thing. I wish I could just have that, or I should have this i ha- I have to have that and it's like you know do you really and 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 I think a lot of times you know if we had that deep level of gratitude and we practiced it it helps us in those scenarios where we do fall victim into that victim mindset or we do fall and slip into that you know lack mindset it, it stops that thought process and says no look like you're good like you have a you have a lot of you got a good life, you know, and we always joke about that with like uh, the Michael <laughs> Scott reference. But you know, In the Prison so Mike true.
1: episode, and he's like, "You got a good life."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Like you know, you we do have it much better than we realize sometimes.
1: Yeah, and just to kind of like round off the reticular activating system, basically when you practice gratitude or appreciation, you reinforce the RAS to filter more information of gratitude efficiently, which basically means that you're going to experience more things that bring you gratitude and bring you that like positive headspace. So how you speak to yourself matters and what you filter in through your subconscious like really does matter. So if you're listening to this episode, you're filtering in some good things and we're going to go into kind of how gratitude helps in all areas of life. And so I'm very grateful. I get to, no pun intended, I get to talk about this section, which is the basically how gratitude has impacted our fitness journeys and i think it has a lot to do with staying in your own lane like i used to compare myself to others and i think this is like the power of gratitude on like an amplified level anytime i'm ungrateful i'm comparing what someone else has or i'm comparing to what i see on social media or i'm comparing to where so and so is on their business or fitness journey but we're focusing more on what we have versus what we lack and you can always have those things you you want in the future if that's truly what success means to you but when you stay in your lane And you just focus on like winning each day and winning each week and winning each month with these practices we always talk about on your fitness journey, you will get where you want to be, but you're going to be grateful for the lessons you learn along the way. When you try and rush the process or compare to somebody else, you suck all the gratitude and all of those like positive moments out of this journey, which is life. Like your life's going to, your fitness journey is going to continue forever. There's no race to the finish line, which I know is easier said than done, but you miss all those moments of gratitude of how strong your body is or how your health is literally the most precious thing you have. Like of all the material things you have in life, if you don't have your health, none of it matters because you won't even be here to experience those things or experiences like traveling and things like that. Like if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And I always say like your body is your vehicle to carry you through this life. And I did a post recently that like, I've never had so much engagement on one Instagram post. Every woman that follows me was like commenting and sharing it. And this is one of my favorite posts so it's just about like how grateful you should be for your body instead of comparing it to someone else's or comparing it to where you were in high school or comparing it to where you were pre-baby for all you moms out there. Like Think about what your body does for you on a consistent basis. It helps you stay healthy. It helps you heal injuries. It helps carry you through stressful seasons of life. It helps you literally carry so much weight in your everyday life, but also inside the gym too. Like. I used to always feel like my legs were too big that's what I was told in competing. They would literally tell me like, you do so much better. Your legs are just too big. And so in my brain that like I kept looking for moments where my legs were too big. And then now I realize like my legs are strong. They can literally carry me through this life. And instead of being too thin or not being too muscular, I think about how strong my body is. It's able to lift heavy weights as a form of therapy. It's able to... This is like just a quote out there. Oh, you're able to like run into the arms of your favorite humans. If you can't run or like use your legs, you can't do those things. You're able to eat and travel and dance and do so many more things, but you should be grateful for the body that you have instead of picking it apart for the body you wish you had or you used to have or you want in the future. Just like appreciate what your body has now and what it does for you. So if you don't appreciate it now and celebrate the things that it does, like your PRs, if you're an endurance runner, like that you are able to beat your marathon time, if you don't appreciate it right now, once you lose the weight or once you get where you want to be, you're never going to be grateful for it. You will literally never be satisfied when you're grateful for where you are now. And you understand like your health and your body is the only one that you get. You make your body like your home for life and you take care of it physically immensely versus beating it up, talking negatively. That's a horrible place to be. If you have one brain, one body for the rest of your life, you have to be grateful for it and take care of it. And then when you do achieve your fitness-based goals and you do reach your weight loss goal or your strength goal, whatever that may be, your physique goals, you'll feel grateful for it. Otherwise, you'll always resent the process. You'll never be satisfied. And then you'll want the next best thing, just like with material things. If you're not grateful for what you have, you're always going to want more and you'll always be unhappy because you'll never be satisfied.
0: And that's really how we've been able to avoid you know that lack mindset or that victim mindset around you know our financial situation like i truly believe that you know what has helped chris and i both so much over these last several years is like really being honestly like satisfied and grateful with like a little like not a lot like you know very minimum like fundamental things that we just need and you know something we always remind ourselves of is like you know we have one another you know we have you know an apartment we have you know, food every week, we have the dogs, the dogs, you know, we have these very simple things that bring us like so much frickin joy. And we've been able to like, really go hard on that. And so now, you know, with us experiencing like we are doing, you know, plain and simple, we are doing some material things right now with like a new apartment, we are, you know, upgrading that, like, you know, and obviously, that's, you know, kind of material, but they're all just like extra now, like, we've gotten ourselves to a mindset where, like, we are so deeply, honestly and honestly happy and authentically happy with what we have that like all of these other layers and all these other things are just bonus like that's literally how we view them and i think that comes from not comparing because you know our definition of happiness with like what we're doing with our careers how we're living our day-to-day lives you know may not necessarily make you know someone listening happy you know again it goes back to like you having to to define it for you but it starts with eliminating comparison like completely eliminating comparison because I, I've i lived it and Christina has lived it. I think we all live it at certain points. That can completely rob you of every bit of gratefulness and gratitude that you have for the things that you already do have. And I think that that's something that we lose sight of so much because we're constantly being fed on Instagram. Literally anything we open up on our phone, we're getting an ad. Anything on, on the TV, we're getting an ad. And, and you're, you guys are constantly being hammered on and told you need this, you need this, buy this, buy this, buy this you're not happy unless you buy this, you know. And I just am here to tell you guys like please seek out, you know, what that true, you know, gratitude feels like for you with the very minimum, like with like what are what are the minimum things that you need in life, you know, to make you totally happy. And and I guarantee you, you will live a life of, of much more gratitude when you can have that bigger picture and and not tie, you know, specific feelings of happiness and joy to specific material things or specific financial things like, you know, but but really being happy with with very little and, and very fundamental things that, you know, honestly, most of us do have because there's always someone out there who definitely has less. And I think that that's something that I always remind myself of when I'm starting to slip into that idea, you know, of feeling that lack mindset or feeling that victim mindset is, you know, I have it really freaking good. Like even these things I'm complaining about, like we've got it damn good. And, and I think a lot of you guys can can do those kind of micro pauses throughout the day and remind yourself like, hey, look, like even though this may not be where I want to be, maybe, you know, this isn't where I necessarily want to be in my career or financially. Know that where you are at right now is nine times better, 10 times better than, you know, someone else out there struggling worse. And just always remind yourself of that because we have it much better than most of the time than 90% of the time that we realize
1: and I think comparing to where you used to be is also very impactful because we'll have those days that may be stressful and we're like oh my gosh do you remember where we were like two years ago like we're grateful for the stressors that we have and I think that a quote that always stuck out to me like you guys know I've talked about as part of my morning routine I'll scroll on Pinterest and a lot of what I see is be grateful for what you have while working towards what you want and that teaches you a lot of lessons along the way to that success that you want in the future and what Zach was talking about about social media. I just want to touch on that quickly because it's like such a consumer lifestyle out there. Like everything we look at on TikTok and Instagram is like links for this, links for that. And for me, I stop sharing links a lot because I, when I'm on TikTok and I see someone doing like an Amazon haul, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I would just love to see things that are not all about just like consuming and buying so much more. So, I'll share a link if somebody asks for it, but I hate just like pushing links and like things in people's faces because that's not what it's all about. So, I just want to put that out there too. Just be mindful of what you consume because that impacts your gratitude and it also impacts your comparison to what people are purchasing and what they have. So, social media can be a dangerous place if you aren't careful. So, um, one thing I do want to talk about too is gratitude on our relationship because when you flex that gratitude muscle, like I said, it strengthens, it's like a muscle. And so, for us every morning, like we both use different journals and we'll talk about ways to weave gratitude into your lifestyle too. Zach uses the productivity planner and writes a couple things he's grateful for. I use the daily greatness journal, which on the topic of greatness is an amazing journal. And it has a spot of like what you're grateful for each day. And I write like four to five things I'm grateful for. And it may be very similar each day, but I try and make it very specific and try and like change it up every so often. And every time I write Zach and we do it together, I just say like, Hey, I'm grateful for you today. And he'll do the same to me. Obviously we write each other every single day in our gratitude list, but on the days where we're, you know, able to express it to each other, we do. And I think that impacts our relationship a lot. Cause we just feel that appreciation for a lot of people when your relationships, whether you're going through a slump or you're in a negative spot, like really think about like, how often do I share my appreciation for the other person. Like when we make dinner together, when they do the dishes, when they take the dogs for a walk, so you can relax for a second. Like every time something like that happens, I express to Zach like I appreciate you. I'm so grateful for you. And not in a cheesy way. I'm just like, hey, thank you for doing that. I really appreciated it. And that just goes a long way. Especially if your significant other's love language is words of affirmation, which Zach's is. Um and mine is too. I feel like everyone has a uh, like a, on a, think of the five love languages as a pie chart. Everyone has a piece of that pie in their love language. Like everyone wants to be appreciated. Everyone wants quality time. Some people have that gifts mindset as like one of their love languages. And that's okay. If that's their love language, that's how you express your gratitude for that person. But everyone's different. But we also express this gratitude to people in our lives, like our family and friends. Like I'll text my mom and say, I'm grateful for you. Or I'll call her up. Like when you think about that gratefulness, express it to that person. Don't just say it, but also show it. And a couple of ways you can do that is like sending flowers. Obviously it's mother's day weekend. People are sending flowers. Um, or for like my mom, we like to take her out to dinner. Like that's the way that we share our appreciation for her is like taking her out to these experiences and once again knowing someone's love language or just knowing what they appreciate like it doesn't take a lot to be like hey like for me my mom hates gifts like she refuses to accept a gift but I'm like what is something we can do for you to share our appreciation she's like just have me down for the weekend or take me out to dinner or she doesn't like flowers but I got them for her anyway um but it's just she, she liked waking up to them while she was here but she just like one form of coffee that she likes and I can only get it at one place And she just likes to be restocked on holidays. So it's like that one thing that means a lot to her. And even though it sounds silly, like all I got her was coffee, like that's what means a lot to her. But even more than that, it's just like calling someone and saying, hey, I was thinking of you. I appreciate you. And one of my clients said this the other day, and this is kind of what prompted like my passion for this episode was this is a client I've worked with. We actually went to high school together. and We've worked together for three years since 2020. And she's gone through many different seasons of coaching life with me. She's one of the OG built and Balance girls. And she just shot me a message out of the blue and it like made my day. And she was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like this long paragraph of like how much she appreciated our time together, what it's taught her, how it's carried her through life beyond coaching. like." in her career. And she's like, my new boss actually got me a gratitude journal. And one of the prompts was like, think about someone who like shows up in your everyday life that you're grateful for and just like express it to them. And she's like, by doing this, it's making me even more of a grateful person because I didn't realize how much like saying gratitude to somebody else, like impacts your mental health and like makes you more grateful. So that was something that just like meant a lot to me and it made my day. So just think about being on the receiving end of that message of just like, Hey, I appreciate you so much. This is why just want to let you know, I was thinking of you like that could just make someone's entire week or entire day. So that helps our relationship as a couple. It helps relationship and friends. It helps your relationship with your family members and even like a coach, cl- coach client relationship or a mentor too. like we've had coaches ourselves and even just like shooting someone a message make, could make their day.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's something so simple that can go such a long way. And we've noticed it firsthand and in, in all of those different cases in general. Um, and so we really want to kind of give you guys some re- specific you know, scientifically backed research facts on gratitude. This was actually conducted by UC Davis. And so I just want to kind of rattle through these. Um, you know, if we didn't convince you guys already, <laughs> I think these are going to be pretty convincing for you. So keeping a gratitude diary for just two weeks, reduce stress by 28% and depression by 16%. Gratitude is related to an overall 23% reduction of the stress hormone cortisol. Practicing gratitude led to a 7% reduction in biomarkers of inflammation in patients with congestive heart failure. Two gratitude activities such as counting your blessings or you know your top you know things that you're grateful for, and gratitude letter writing reduce the risk of depression in at-risk patients by 41% over a six-month period. A daily gratitude practice can decelerate the effects of neurodegeneration that occurs with increasing age. Sorry, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> grateful patients with stage two, or sorry, stage B asymptomatic heart failure were 16% less depressed, 20, 20% less fatigued, and 18% more likely to believe that they could control the symptoms of their illness compared to those less grateful. Writing a letter of gratitude reduced feelings of hopelessness in 88% of suicide, suicidal patients and increased levels of optimism in 94% of them. Grateful people have between 9 to 13% lower levels of hemoglobin A1c, a key marker of glucose control that plays a significant role in diabetes. And gratitude is related to a 10% improvement in sleep quality in patients with chronic pain, and 70% of whom had insomnia, 19% lower overall depression levels for those um, individuals. And so, This is pretty eye-opening, guys. You can see, I mean, this is scientifically backed research that, you know, these things we're telling you are, in fact, changing our biology, which is pretty freaking insane. Um, And this is where, you know, I think a lot of the things we talk about on this podcast, guys, are tools, are practices, are routines that may not give you the most, you know, mind-blowing instant results. But what we know is when we do these things, when we practice that gratitude, for example, we're putting ourselves in such a better position to experience success. Like is every single day going to be sunshine and rainbows when you practice gratitude? No. Is every problem in your world going to be fixed if you wake up and write down three things you're most grateful for? No. But is it going to put you in a position to live a better life and give you a fighting chance in this world full of depression, full of anxiety, full of people overstressed? I'm pretty damn sure it's going to give you a better chance.
1: I'm like absolutely mind blown. Like Zach, look up this research and it's just like so impactful that a lot of people I know that are going to say like, I don't have time to journal. I don't have time to meditate and I'm going to get into like tools for gratitude. But now you guys can see like we're not blowing smoke with this episode or like these statistics. It's not just woo-woo
0: bullshit. Like this shit's real.
1: Yeah. And it can tangibly decrease stress, anxiety, and depression. But I know that those things like from a real place myself, like when I was in my most stressed and anxious season, like having panic attacks, the last thing I wanted to do was meditate. And it was the number one thing that helped me. And it's not something that you're going to look forward to every single day. Like it takes some time out of your day. If you're in a busy season of life, your time is the most precious asset you have, but it could be the one thing that saves you is expressing gratitude and journaling for just Five minutes and that's why the five minute journal is literally called the five minute journal and they actually changed their branding and we're going to link this in the show notes but they actually changed it to, co- to be called like the gratitude journal on amazon it's the same as the five minute journal i also love the daily greatness journal it is an investment but i think it's a great gift for someone in your life if you guys are listening any males listening great gift for a woman it's like a peachy color so of course if you're a man you can get it too but they make it very vibey like female but it's a great journal and It's all about greatness as well. So those two journals obviously make a big impact and it just takes five to 10 minutes in the morning plus meditation. I know that meditation takes time out of your day. But I promise you, it's the one thing that could decrease your cortisol levels, which can put you into parasympathetic mode, which is rest and digest. If you find it hard to just be present or just like enjoy your life, be great grateful, probably because you're in fight or flight mode chronically all the time. And in that t- like time frame, you're just like surviving. You're not really focused on thriving, which is all these things we're talking about, like your relationships are thriving, your finances are thriving, your mental health is thriving, your business is thriving, fitness is thriving. You're in survival mode, and it's extremely hard to Turn that off unless you take a moment to like journal and meditate. And you don't have to meditate for 10 minutes. The max we do is five. And even just like taking like a micro minute to meditate, like when we go walk the dogs, like just being off your phone, listening to nature just being it sounds silly. Being present is like, I feel like a form of meditation, just like existing for a second um and just taking a couple of deep breaths. Like for my clients who really resist meditation because it's a stressful season of life for them, I'm like, I'm only going to tell you this so many times, but this is the time when you need it the most. And it's going to be the biggest, it's going to give you the biggest ROI of anything I'm teaching you. But I know there's a lot of resistance there. So I'm like, just take one minute and just do alternate nostril breathing. If you can look it up on YouTube, Headspace has a tutorial on it. Totally like box breathing. You breathe in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. If you do that for a minute, your body literally tricks itself into parasympathetic mode. You can feel it kind of wash over you and you're like tight and tensed and stressed you can feel it tangibly in your body and also mentally too. A couple of other ways you can express gratitude in your daily life is expressing it out loud to people in your life, writing it down. Just like even if you have a blank journal from Target or like Amazon, I have one in front of me too. I have a lot of journals like the Daily Greatness Journal, Five Minute Journal, Productivity Planner, but I just have a blank journal and I'll just write like five affirmations, five things I'm grateful for. Here's my to-do list for the day. That can make a huge impact on your day. So that's a couple of ways you can weave it into like your morning or nighttime routine, which last week we talked all about routines and you guys love that episode. So if you haven't listened to it already, go back and check it out. It's episode 84. A couple of other things that just being as present as possible. I think that a lot of times when I would be on social media or working like later in the evenings or on the weekends, that's when I was my least grateful, my worst mentally, but just by being present and like being off your phone being off social media, it really does make a massive difference on your mental health and on your gratitude. And while we were looking up things for this week's episode, I also found a 30 day journal gratitude journal challenge. And I can try and screenshot this and put it onto the life rewired Instagram story. And I think it'll just be really helpful for you guys. Just like every day writing down, like, what are you grateful for today? What blessings are in your life that you experience today? What do you love most about yourself? Which I know is really hard for a lot of us to like write about. We're very easy to express what we're grateful for for other people, but expressing what you're grateful for in yourself can really improve your relationship with yourself, your mental health, just like that RAS I was talking about earlier and also your relationship with fitness. Like what do you love about yourself? I know it's awkward, but just writing it down, no one has to see it. Um you can also list out things like what risks are you most grateful for taking? We talk a lot about that on these episodes. Us quitting our like nine to five jobs, we are so grateful for that. It led us to where we are today. What relationships in your life make you feel full or just fulfilled? Um, what's your proudest accomplishment? What helped you become more of who you are? What's your favorite emotion to feel? Like all these different things um, that you can journal. If it's hard to put pen to paper, I know for a lot of people when I talk about journaling, it's extremely hard without prompts. So I'll share this on our story, but also the journals we talked about: Daily Greatness Journal and the gratitude journal from the five minute diary are a couple of ways to have prompts that just like put that pen to paper so you don't have to think about it so those are a couple of ways to incorporate gratitude into your daily life but we appreciate you guys for listening this far into the episode obviously i know that just like listening to this and the statistics and the tips and the tools I know you're leaving this episode feeling more grateful. And with it being Mother's Day, send your mother a gratitude text or someone in your life. And just know that we're all grateful for you guys. Obviously, we're 85 episodes in and we're grateful for every single listen, every single share, every single, you know, review that you guys leave. We look at every single one of them and we appreciate it more than you know. So we want to express our gratitude to all of you and all of our clients listening. We are so grateful for you. It's unbelievable how much we talk about how grateful we are for all of you and just the connections we made through whether it's social media, podcasts, coaching. We're just grateful for every single one of you. So we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please, per usual, share on your stories, tag us, tag life rewired, leave a review if you can. Once again, it means the world to us. And we will see you guys next week. Peace out.